0: I want to go go back to your book because I believe this is um I believe this is crit, uh, a critical book for this time and i I know people may think I'm a little biased because we are family but i i, I was telling amanda the other day i f- I feel like my pastor now is is my spiritual father he's the one that's kind of He's the one that's developed me, port, allowed me to do what I'm doing. Sure. And I, I look at you as a mentor in my life. There's times I've, I know I don't make a lot of phone calls, but, but which is, I, I guess is good because when I do call, you're like, whoa, why is he calling? Must be serious. <laughs> is, someone, yeah, <laughs> is someone
1: sick right now? Yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: yeah, exactly. Somebody must have passed away in a family. Let's get ready. But uh, one thing I, I like about this is, a lot of times when we're thinking about growing a church, you know, we do, and, and I don't have a problem with it, but we do a, we, we think there's a, a five step process. You know, you need to do this, you need to do that. Yes, sir. And I do believe in structure. I, th- I think there's a structure to things you need to have yes, plans. Yes. This is how we're going to do it. Without a doubt. But without the radical apostolic prayers, submission, yeah. Yeah. and all the things you line out in this book, mm. it's simply just, a program. If, yeah. if we show up and I'm a friendly person, I'm just yeah. a friendly person then. Yeah. But if I'm a friendly person with apostolic prayer, mm-hmm. apostolic anointing in my life, yeah. and, I'm, and, and it's not just routine, yeah. I, I think this pushes us outside of routine yeah. prayer. I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't make the man before you make the plan, it's going to
1: fall apart that's it and that's what that book is about it's about the making of the man of god the woman of god it's the putting the there's the intangibles okay you can have all the plans in the world all the gifting in the world you can you can line it up put it on a chart but if that man Mm -hmm. is not ready Right, and that's what submission and exposure and prayer and this humility and sacrifice—those intangibles—you can teach about them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't catch it, if it doesn't
0: get down in your system, the plan falls apart. If the man falls apart, yes, and that's exactly what I was. I, I, that's even a better way than than I was trying to put it, because it is. I feel like. And many, and I'm guilty of this. So this is why I'm even speaking about it. Because when I when we went to these crusades, I remember back when we were in the youth group, I seen radical. I remember you. I, I've used this even before. Years later, you used to say, "Preach like it's your last chance mm-hmm. to preach. Mm-hmm. Minister like it's your last opportunity." Mm-hmm. And I went with that mindset. And I still, when I I think of that. This may be my last chance to, sh- to dance before the Lord in service. Beautiful. This may be my last chance. Even when I do announcements, I'm wanting the fire of God to be in there. Because I start off <laughs> with something about the Lord, how great he is. Okay, let me calm down and move into the announcements. Amen. But a lot of times I'll fall back into that lull of, of my normal prayer, I need to go pray. Wow. Well, I got to I need to get my prayer in today. I, I just believe that this has a deeper vision than your normal prayer. Yeah. Your normal. Let's yeah. just go, go about our days. And, right. and when somebody can, and I don't think anybody's going to be perfect at it, but no. when you're striving, yeah, that's the key yeah. thing. If you're striving at these things. Yeah. There's an anointing that pours out of you then that we think is only for certain people. No, that's it. Well, that's just for Brother Robinette. That's why he's, I mean, he's got that, you know, God just gave him a special anointing. Well, that's that's Amanda. You know, she, but anybody that gets a hold of these things and, yeah. and stops putting God in a box of, that's right. well, that's that for that person. And that's for that person. Yeah. Certainly people have their own giftings in a certain way, but God can use you in all the gifts. Well,
1: power always flows out of purity. You don't have to manufacture it. You don't have to create it. Mm-hmm. You know, if if there's a pure heart, even if they're not perfect, but they are pursuing purity mm-hmm. and they're pursuing submission and they're, they're pursuing humility and pursuing sacrifice. Those pure intense to become what God wants them to become will always produce power mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about you know you know I got to have that exact method I've got to create this manufacture this I've got to have re- the right none of that if there's purity power always flow flows from purity mm-hmm. and that's really what that's about it's mm-hmm. about aligning ourselves as people of God and catching those intangible things like submission sacrifice radical prayer that prophetic prayer mm-hmm. and 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 applying those radical humility in our lives so that we don't have to manufacture kingdom work yeah it just flows freely yes. and um that's what i want to teach my babies that's what the next generation has got to get a hold of is you, you don't worry about methodology don't worry about manufacturing just be pure mm-hmm. get that in your system you put that in your system power will automatically
0: flow and, and when you're talking about that, it's almost in my mind i'm I'm thinking, you may be seeking pure, but don't just do it as a routine. Do it radically, do it yeah. with a passion. You yeah. talk about passion, yeah. fervency yes. it's not it's yeah. not a I think of job who did he he did his sacrifice every day, I did all the right routine yeah. Yeah. I'm doing my routine yeah. And I believe he was missing something there because he, he did the, okay, I did my prayer. I did my sacrifice. Yeah. I did that. I'm good. Yeah. My, my family will be taken care of. But there's a deeper hum, uh, humility. There's a deeper there prayer. There's a passionate prayer that happens that yeah. takes you to a new realm Radical. and a new blessing. <laughs> and, and God moves yeah. radically in your yeah. life. That's right. Because he right. sees the sacrifice, he sees the prayer, he sees your passion, mm-hmm. and he's like, that I can work with him. Yeah. And I, I believe me and Amanda caught this vision of, of a lot of this before you wrote the book because of our trip. Mm-hmm. Because we had to, and we're, again, we're not perfect at it, we're still striving, but it took sacrifice and it was like, whew, man, paying for this to go. Yeah. How in the world do you make this add up? That's right. But one thing when we were there, we we learned radical submission, which I think people miss out on so much. Tragically. I remember me and Amanda were fasting about something. And the Lord, we both agreed, just basically radically submit to your pastor. That's it. That's what you need to do at this Mm -hmm. moment. And... From that moment, it just takes the pressure off of me. sure does. I'm under his covering now. It's amazing. Whatever, you know, and, and I'm in communication with him. And it, we even stepped it up to a level that, you know, if we're going to go do something, you know, visit another church because mm-hmm. we, we don't have service on this day. We're just going to go over here and visit pastor. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Do you mind? Because it's, I want him to be at ease with my you know my submission under him yeah. and some people think, well why in, why in the world because I that's the connection I wanted Amen. with my pastor and he has blessed that God has yeah. blessed that submission in our lives because we're we're you know pastor, what do you think about this yeah. pastor and it's taken us to another level yeah. the spirit of this world
1: is anti-authority. Yes. And it's lawlessness, mm-hmm. and that's the spirit of this world. And so because of that, tragically, sadly, it has crept into the church. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, the, the people don't, they, they see spiritual authority as controlling. Mm-hmm. And so because the spirit of the world is anti-authority, they resist control. They don't realize that radical submission is the most freeing, you it literally takes all of the stress off of your life mm-hmm. because man my pastor is accountable to God. <laughs> I, I get to I yeah. get to do whatever God tells me to do and whatever my pastor tells me yeah. to do and if my pastor is wrong, <laughs> my pastor's going to have to deal with yeah, God, <laughs> but I will always be blessed because yeah. I submit. Yep. Yeah. And that's where you know, my pastor, I, I am so thankful for my pastor. My my pastor has saved my soul mm-hmm. so many times. He saved me from myself. He saved me from the spirit of this world. He saved me, saved me from good ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you have a good idea, but it will prevent you from the great ideas. <laughs> yeah. And my pastor Amen. has been able to see the difference between a good idea and a great idea and say, no, mm-hmm. no you're going to skip that one because there's a better one coming. Mm-hmm. And so if you would just submit to spiritual authority and you'd quit allowing the spirit of this world to infect your spiritual system mm-hmm. and you would just resist that urge to resist the man of God, right. you're going to find out there is favor, blessing, anointing, and greater opportunities
0: on the pathway of Absolutely. submission. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's one of the um, something that I say in the last few years that has really changed our lives is that radical submission because I think people use the excuse because people have abused oh, yeah. their authority. yeah So then they use that as, well, yeah. nobody's going to tell me what to do. Right. Nobody's going to do, you know, and people have. They've taken yeah. advantage of it. But you know in your spirit, when you have a good pastor who is looking out for you, who cares for your soul, and you're just being rebellious about it. Yeah, it's true. You you have to, and sometimes you just got to, you may not like it Mm -hmm. at times, because you had a good idea. I bet you probably thought, but that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. I'm telling you, pastor, (laughs) that's a good idea. No, and because god god put that in position mm-hmm. that unity in position yeah that's right for that to to work out the way it's right. supposed to but the devil loves he he will always allow
1: you to apprehend a good idea if it keeps you from a greater one <laughs> so yes. he will he will let those good ideas drift past your eyes and your eyes go oh that looks nice yeah and and if it's if you are not under authority you will always wind up hitting a target that's lower and closer than the one that God wants you to hit.
0: And He's a devil's okay with that target. Oh yeah, go
1: ahead, go oh, ahead. Yeah. I'll yep. let you win a small victory because I know if you if you hold out, there's a greater one coming. Yeah. And so, man, don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Get under authority. You know. Yeah. Listen to the man of God. Submit even the small things. You know when it comes. You know when I was the general superintendent of the German speaking nations. I held that that elected office for 12 years and I never wrote an email to another minister that my pastor did not read. Oh, yeah, never, even though in my position, it was my right, my authority. I was in charge, mm-hmm. but I knew that I cannot always trust myself. Mm-hmm. And so even in your position of authority, submitting that it puts covering under every, or over everything that you do,
0: mm-hmm. and that keeps you from making tragic mistakes. Yes, yeah, I I agree with that because it is. I think it is a missed opportunity in a lot of people's lives. Yeah, because we we go about making decisions and things even and without consulting and getting yeah. that spiritual advice. Huh. Well. That,
1: You know, going back to what we were talking about before we started recording, Uh literally last night until the wee hours of the morning, I was chewing on this and it's 2nd Chronicles chapter 24. And this is really interesting. This is not in the book. I wish it was, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not. But verse 24 and verse 2 said, and Joash, the king, okay, did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada, the priest. As long as he had a man of God in his life, he did what was right. Mm-hmm. And you look a little bit further in verse 17, which I find just astounding. It said, now after the death of Jehoiada, the priest came the princes of Judah and made a to the king. Then the king hearkened unto them in verse 18. Here's what's scary. And they left. So together, the king and these princes. So this king, Joash, who was blessed of God and experienced favor of God, anything his heart, he, he had in his heart to do for the kingdom because he was under authority, mm-hmm. God blessed him. It was like everything he touched was gold. But when the prophet, when the priest moved out from under, when he moved out from okay, underneath yeah. the priest, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the Bible said that they left together. The princes and the king left the house of the Lord of their fathers together, and they served groves and idols, and wrath came upon him. The moment he moved himself out from underneath spiritual authority, mm-hmm. there was no more future. And notice what the son when when the spiritual authority came back into his life the the new priest the son of the priest comes walking in and says Joash what's your problem don't you realize how blessed you've been you've been anointed you you've had favor your territory's increased you've seen great things and he says and and now you've done this wickedness and the bible said he said you cannot prosper because you have substituted you you have substituted positional authority mm-hmm. in the place where spiritual authority should mm-hmm. be. Yes. The prophet says you cannot prosper. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want to do. Say it all day long. You can put all the pieces together. You can get your plan going. But because you don't have a pastor, mm-hmm. because you don't have a prophet, because nobody's speaking into your life, right. you Cannot. Verse 20 said, you cannot prosper. Cannot. Cannot. Yes. And that's that's what it comes down to. Talk about it all day long. Talk about your gifting. Talk mm-hmm. about your anointing. Talk about your plan. Sing your own tune. Mm-hmm. But you cannot prosper the moment you substitute spiritual authority for secular, carnal, political, positional authority. You will never prosper. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, Never. Uh, and you can see that even in uh, King Saul's life, that same uh, thing. Uh, every so time he stepped out of that leadership. Every time. It every ended time. up costing him everything. Yep. Waiting
1: he, on the prophet. It yep. was too long to wait on the yep. prophet. We're ready to go to battle. Yep. And, and because he could not wait for the man of God, yep. he was in such
0: a hurry to do his, his plan yep. that he missed God's plan. Yep. Uh, and I, I think one reason people even in these stories possibly is they've got the blessings and they did his thing and it starts to turn around thinking well maybe that was my doing <laughs> yeah maybe that's maybe yeah. maybe that was my and so they step out i mean Saul was like i can handle this i, I can do this i'll
1: make my own sacrifices i'll get my own voice yep. i'll go
0: get a witch <laughs> I, i'll get i'll i get it off i've got it figured out yep And he stepped outside of that leadership and what his life falls apart at that moment. Yeah. And Pete, how can, to get that across that radical submission will absolutely bless your
1: life. Look, I was talking to evangelist Bobby Wade yesterday, I believe, or Mm -hmm. the day before yesterday, forgive me. But, um, Bobby and I were, brother Wade and I were talking about this, Men of God who have failed, you know, women of God who have just fallen into sin or whatever, and the 100% without fail, you can point to the absence of spiritual leadership in their life that gave birth to failure. Not a single, you cannot point to any man of God who's failed, any woman of God who's failed. You cannot point to a single one of them that had a prophet and pastor in their life that was speaking. They somehow moved themselves out from underneath the umbrella of spiritual authority. And then the rain started to fall and they didn't even realize they were in danger because they had it all figured out.
0: Because nobody could tell them no. Nobody could tell them no. Yeah, and so they Yeah. Because I
1: challenge you to show me one person who fell into sin that had an active pastor in their life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Never happened. So, yeah, it it's you ha- the key thing. Yeah, somebody has to be able to say no, even when it's a good yeah. idea. Yep, that's right. That's a key thing I think it you is. said. Even when it's a good idea, if you got that's somebody and go, no, nope. Because the thing is, that good idea, like you said, could be distracting yeah. you and pulling you away from what's the great yeah. idea. I remember when what seemed in a very difficult time in our ministry, mm-hmm.
1: there was an open door to take a very good church, a very good church. I mean, lots of people. Um, it was on paper mm-hmm. the best situation. I mean, like a dream situation Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking this will solve all the problems. I'll just go become a pastor and and we'll just put this nonsense to bed. Mm -hmm. And it was really a good opportunity and looked good on paper. Mm -hmm. But when my pastor found out and I said Pastor, this good door has opened.
0: (laughs) This is awesome.
1: He was wait till I tell you he was like no that's not happening. He said you can go there. He said, you can go if you want to, he said, but there's such something so much bigger if you would just be patient and you'll let God fight your battles. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, um, that's why it's so important what you said, Brother Leper, when you said you've you got to let your pastor speak into everything, mm. everything. Don't don't think something's too small. Don't you, your pastor will tell you if it's too small. You know you probably don't have to call him for two percent milk or whole milk, but <laughs> he'll let him tell you that. You know, but um, but you know you'll know, mm-hmm. uh, and he will know when it's something big and something small. But mm-hmm. don't be afraid to even carry to him the small things and say, Pastor, I just don't want to get outside of the beauty of the protection of this umbrella. Yes. Safe place.
0: Yes. Uh, Yes, that's uh, in my, I I feel a, uh, a um, excitement in my spirit to even talk about that because Mm -hmm. I do, I truly do feel like it's something that we are really missing. I mean, there's a lot, you know, in this book, you you do talk about several other things, but I think that is one of the key things. Like you said, that we're just, we buck up against it because it's, it's my life.
1: Well, submission is the death of self. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the thing. Yes, there's many key elements to apostolic development in this book, but the reality is everything rises and falls on submission. Yeah. If if you possess everything else but you have an unsubmitted spirit, you're going to have a cancer in you that's going to destroy mm-hmm. you. But if you have a submitted heart, a pure heart to be under authority, it's amazing how beautiful things can grow in that in that place of submission Mm -hmm. so
0: which that that makes me think of even another and i haven't even got i've because i'm teaching i'll be teaching out of chapter two this sunday um of this so i haven't even got to the rest of the chapters but i and you talk about humility Mm -hmm. and uh i think humility people look at as weakness and that is so not true Humility one thing and and this happened at Wynn's conference. I thought this was it, you preached the the message and you know I've never seen at a conference where foot washing and communion <laughs> breaks out. I'm not communion. I said that last time i I talked about this, just foot washing, but the humility mm-hmm. in that um, that brings you to a depth of because uh, I'm trying to word this the right way because. People don't want to get out and worship God in service because it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, when you humble yourself and you say, I'm going to worship God no matter what, right. there's a humility right. there that, God, I don't care what I look like. That's right. I'm going to go and I'm going to worship you. There is a, a an anointing upon humility yeah. that, that flows beautifully. Oh, yes. And then the, that spirit, you talked about pure spirit. There's a pureness that comes out. Mm-hmm when that person with humility speaks yes sir they're like yes sir oh you know th- yes, they're sir. not they're not the type to to just say whatever is off, you know off the cuff yes, angry things anything like that because they're a hum they're a humble person yes sir and there's a purity that flows out of those kind of people but humility will come through radical prayer will yep radical submission yep. Radical giving, yeah. because you'll give till it hurts sometimes. Yeah. It brings a humility. And then when God pours back into your life, yes, sir, it brings a humility of God. I couldn't have yeah. done this on my own
1: yeah. at all. And here's the deal. The birthplace of humility is really pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, how you handle the hard things in life, how you handle rejection, how you handle the... the uh, develop mental moments of apostolic ministry, mm-hmm. which are very ugly sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where humility is really born. The pain, the suffering, the hurt, the rejection, The when you endure hardness as a good soldier, but you don't quit and you stand still mm-hmm. and you keep fighting and you keep preaching and you keep praying and you keep loving and you, and you refuse to get bitter in your spirit and you just that's where humility is born and it's it's conceived in that womb of pain mm-hmm. and and it's it's it comes forth uh, you know impurity and so you know I, I always tell people when you pray for humility get ready get ready because your heart's gonna be broke, your spirit's yeah. gonna be broke Your, you know you're gonna deal with some things that are gonna test the your your apostolic metal mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna test who you are and what you've got
0: and whether you're worthy to walk with jesus mm-hmm. so I think one thing with with i had to learn i'm i remember i've uh one day we may deal with um talk about mental health um because it's something I dealt with for years, um, and God delivered me from it. But one of the things I had to learn is is I would I would do things to prove people wrong. Sure, I didn't think people liked me. I didn't think people that, and I had this mentality. Well, I'm gonna be successful, or I'm gonna do this to prove them wrong. I'm gonna start going to church and serving God the best I can because they don't know me. I can. But when I turned it around that that people that didn't like me and I I it turned into a humility lord I don't care about them I just want to get close to you to you lord I don't yeah I I I did some dumb things in my life people aren't going to like me that's the mindset i had to get to but i i just want to get close to you it's it's just how it's going to have to Purifying be of the and emotions. when that it just began to and it just it was a a deeper emotional yes, touch of god that's yes, that's hard to even put words to yes sir because yes, there's a brokenness in you that goes but you mm-hmm. love me god mm-hmm. that's all that i need to get to at this yeah. point is that you love me yeah. i it, it it's hard for people to reach that point because we do put wall- those walls up of it's true crossing the arms. I'm, I'm tough. I'm this, but when you turn that, that bitterness or that anger to a broken spirit, yeah, a humility before him, yeah. there is a purity and there's a flowing of anointing that comes oh, yeah. through you. That's different. Oh well,
1: Yeah.
0: There, Cause yeah. there's people that can, can, you know, yeah. That can work in giftings, but when there's a purity in that gifting, man, if there's a building of, of others, there's a brokenness a, allows for the anointing
1: to flow yeah. purely. Gifting, gifting you know. can operate without brokenness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anointing, there's no anointing. You can operate as a gift without anointing. Yes. But there's no anointing without brokenness. Brokenness and pain and suffering that purifies the gifting. Purifies the operation of the office. It purifies the operation of the gifting. And I'll never forget, and I, I think it's even in the book, um, but I'll never forget sitting in Billy Cole's living room and that young man knocking on the door and Nicole welcomed him welcomed him in. And the boy, you know, after keep a long story short, but um the boy wanted Brother Cole's mantle, he came for the mantle, and Cole and him just discuss this and you know in the way, way that only go. Billy Cole could, you know. And um uh, he told him, he said, no, you don't want this mantle. And they were arguing back and forth about whether he did, didn't. And it was just a really dramatic moment, even for me. I'm sitting there sweating, watching them arguing, you know, what's going on. Should I, on? Should, I <laughs> yeah, should I get some sandwiches? You know, what are we doing here? And um, you know, but I'll never forget Billy Cole finally giving up. And he said, fine get on your knees, lift up your hands. And the boy was like, man, I'm ready. Bring it. I'm, I'm ready for this mantle. Let it come upon me now. And, um, Billy Cole, you know, shift, shifted up out of that chair and shuffled over to this boy and grabbed a hold of his head. And he said, I prophesy brokenness. I prophesy suffering. I prophesy pain. I mm. prophesy disease in your body. I prophesy your brethren will reject you. I prophesy you'll be alone. So he starts speaking all of this. I mean, you know, this is 20 something years ago. So I had no idea what was happening. I'm like, Oh, that's the wrong mantle, bro. You need to uh, look (laughs) back in your pocket. That was the (laughs) other mantle. (laughs) And so I'm watching this chaos ensuing, and I'm already thinking this doesn't even make sense. I know that boy didn't come for this. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden, that boy yanked Billy Cole's hands off, and he said, no. He said, I want your mantle. And Billy Cole pointed at him and said, you can't have my mantle if you're not willing to embrace my pain. Mm. And you know, and that's, that's the where the where the gifting and the calling of God is purified is in that womb of brokenness and pain and suffering. Because if you don't have that, you become arrogant, you become proud, you begin to operate for your own glory. But in that suffering, you you're brought low and you put on your knees and you're put on your face and you get in that womb of of pure. Purity development in your gifting calling. Mm-hmm. And all, all of, of a sudden, sudden out of that comes, you know, somebody who can stand in a pulpit and operate and see great things, but always give God the glory. Mm-hmm. And so it's you don't want to good. avoid that moment of, of, you know, development Mm -hmm. of pain and suffering and wound. How
0: bad we want jerked out of that situation. We do,
1: and really really it's It's the the safety safety. net. Mm -hmm. It is brokenness, pain, and suffering is the safety net for the gifts Mm -hmm. of the Spirit and the fivefold ministry. If you want the quick path to destruction, operate the fivefold ministry and the gifts of the Spirit without brokenness, without suffering, without pain. But you want longevity in apostolic ministry? Submit yourself to the journey of suffering, pain, brokenness. And you watch how God protects you, preserves you, preserves your precious wife, preserves your babies. That's the the longevity is in the pain. Mm -hmm.